we all know what term insurance is, right? You pay for term insurance. It essentially falls off after 10, 15, 20 years. So there's going to be an additional death benefit based off of the term rider to allow us to make this box a little bit bigger so we can shove even more money going into the policy, right? And now by doing so, our death benefit has slightly increased. So you're gonna see that the death benefit is no longer 100K and the death benefit now might be 500K. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. We're going to be talking about how we structure infinite banking policy. Some people call this cash flow banking, bank on yourself. I wrote a book called The And Asset. And people have this question, if I'm going to use that type of strategy, how should I have my policy set up properly? There's something called a base. There's something called a PUA. Some people have different words for it, but PUA. And then there's this term writer. How does it all work together? And how do we know that we're getting a properly structured design? I, I'm here with our And Asset Specialist, The Dominator. And he's going to be breaking that down. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share our screen and you can answer this question, Dom, and we can have a great dialogue. Amazing. Thank you, Caleb. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to draw a cylinder on this page. And this cylinder, I want you to think of this cylinder as the life insurance contract in general. And everything inside this life insurance contract is going to consist of the base. It's going to consist of the PUA and it's going to consist of the term writer. So in a typical whole life insurance policy, this entire cylinder would be consisted of 100% base, which means it's in a very expensive policy because what's ended up happening is the base I want you to think of is the cost of insurance. And we think of the cost of insurance, think of death benefit. And so majority of the contract in a normal, typical whole life insurance policy has a 100% base that's paying for the cost of insurance, which is why you'll see in years one through three, there's really no cash that's in there at all. There's zero, zero, zero. And then year four, it slowly starts to build because there's um, no paid up additions. There's no term writers, no, nothing that makes it special in regards to the way we structure our policies to infinite banking slash the and asset. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to explain what a and asset specific policy looks like. And I want you to understand why somebody would want an and asset policy because it's super important that we get really clear on that first and foremost. So we believe that the and asset is made for someone specifically who believes that they are their greatest asset, who wants control, who wants liquidity, who wants to be able to invest in themselves and wants to have an opportunity bucket for their business, for an investment, just for themselves in general. So this contract is designed to have high cash value in early years and grow over a period of time as well. So what we want to do is we want to do the reverse order of a typical structured whole life policy. What we want to do is we want to lower the base and we want to add something called a PUA rider to that. And by doing a PUA rider, I want you to think of that as a PUA as cash. Okay. And that's just the most simplistic way. There's some other nuances in regards to it. The PUA does buy some death benefit, et cetera. But just from a simplistic standpoint, I want you to be able to understand it, uh, the difference between a base, the PUA, and the term rider. So just to reiterate, the base is the cost of insurance. The PUA is going to be uh, the cash that goes into the policy. So what we do is a percentage of it. Okay. And this can be uh, a percentage that's going to be based around what makes the most sense for you specifically based off of what we're trying to accomplish. But we want to try to make the base as low as possible. Okay. So this is going to be insurance. 
okay, I'm going to put it here insurance. And and the pro to a base long term is is it it is think of it like the the foundational fuel that helps the company go. I mean, for a whole life insurance contract to be for a company to be profitable, they like base contracts. So it's always like a healthy balance of like how much should we go base? Obviously, we want the the insurance companies to benefit because we're part partners with them. But then also if we want early cash, base is not great for early cash. And so it's just it's just combination of making sure that we can take where we're what we want and the outcomes we want and make sure that we have the right proper design and split with the insurance company. Yeah, that's a great point to add. So here at the bottom, we have a, a small portion of it's the base, right? And then everything else above it is going to be PUA. Okay. So we have to think of this top part, right? The remaining difference is the PUA. So a lot of times when you watch videos or watch our channel, et cetera, we talk about the base percentage to the PUA. And so this is going to be the cash, okay, that I want to reiterate. Now, there's something important to bring uh, to your attention in regards to a MEC, right? If a contract has too much money going into it, the policy based around the death benefit that there is, it becomes a modified endowment contract, which means that it does no longer gets the tax benefits that would come with life insurance, right? So if you know how life insurance uh, works from a taxable standpoint, um, it grows tax-free and you can use it tax-free. Now, if it becomes a modified endowment contract, we now have to pay taxes on it, just like any type of um, like a 401k, anything like that is ordinary income. So with that being said, what we do is we want to prevent the dollars from overflowing, right? Because if the dollars overflow, that means too much money is going into it and that's when it'll become a mech. So we have to figure out how can we shove as much money into this contract as possible without the dollars overflowing and becoming a mech? And so that's all going to be based around the overall death benefit, okay, that is attached to the and asset, right? So if with, with just this scenario in general, okay, we have PUA, we have the base, the death benefit, let's just say it is $100,000, okay? That is the death benefit at the current moment. Now, we want to be able to put even more money into this contract. If we put any more money into the contract, it becomes a mech. So there's only one way to essentially, on a very cheap basis, allow us to put more money in without a mecking. And that's now where the term rider comes into place. Okay. And every company is going to be different. It may be a one-year term, it may be a seven-year term, it may be a you know, 15, 20-year term. It's all going to be different based off of the, the company. And when you're paying for a term rider, it just think of it as we all know what term insurance is, right? You pay for term insurance, it essentially falls off after 10, 15, 20 years. So there's going to be an additional death benefit based off of the term rider to allow us to make this box a little bit bigger so we can shove even more money going into the policy, right? And now by doing so, our death benefit has slightly increased. So you're gonna see that the death benefit is no longer 100K and the death benefit now might be 500K. And the beautiful part about um, the difference between the term rider and basis term is a lot cheaper than the base, which is why it allows us to put more money into it and allows us to have more capital and more control. And so this is the overall structure of the difference between the PUA, the term rider and the base and how we can structure it properly to making sure that it doesn't mech. We have these three things so we can have the ability to have control of our dollars when we need it. Man, you did a very good job writing that out and explaining that. I think the pros and cons is like, a question that comes up is how do I know the ratio? Well, 
We work with multiple companies and carriers, and each one has a little bit different way that they view mech. The next next scenario is like a, a male is different than a female, different ages, health ratings. And so going through underwriting, it's really important to get our underwriting amount, our death benefit amount, and then we can back into that. So the the pro of having a small base, maybe heavy term rider with PUAs, the pro of that is you get to stuff a lot of cash. The potential con might be now you're 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 taking death benefit and you might not be able to add additional life insurance if that if you didn't structure it properly. So that's why it's so important to work with somebody who can take a look at your assets and your cash flow and your what you actually want and help you design something that can actually help you get what you want. And, and, and if you've been following Better Wealth, you know that we have two paths. People just want the end asset. We'll set up an and asset for you and and it'll be it'll be awesome, right? But we really are encouraging more and more people that we're finding and seeing. We're we're encouraging them going through our unlimited program because we actually create a financial model. We look at it, it's based around cash flow, cash flow coming in. What what are you consuming? What are you saving? What what is it doing for you and how is it showing up in your life? And that's when we we might be able to say, like, actually the and asset's not right for you. Mm-hmm. And it's just a very interesting different conversation. And so with that. I hope, hope you enjoyed this. Is there any final things that you wanted to say? Wrapping base, PUA, term rider, the pros and cons? No, I, I mean, you you definitely topped it off uh, perfectly. And, you know, that's why I love you in general. <laughs> I mean, just the your vision and always your heart to serve for wanting what's best for the client yeah. is why, you know, I just love always hearing you speak and then sharing the vision here at Better Well. So this is amazing. If you like these topics, let us know. If you have any questions, please uh, write them in the comments below. Dom and I check every comment. Um, Also, like, subscribe. I should really say that in the beginning. Like and subscribe our video to our videos. If you hit that bell, you'll get you'll get a a notification when we post. And we're continuing to try to grow the journey. Make sure to go out and live an intentional life. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.